0: Welcome, everybody, to Wednesday War Games,
1: episode eight. Nine.
0: Nine! I should really check these things Twice, Liam. Again, last week. I, I had to edit it out because I-, I didn't know what number we were on. <laughs> Wait, you edit this? I know. You- you- all your problematic takes are removed, so I saved you from being cancelled.
1: Phew. Except for that one. Sure. Just gonna pretend that there's some deep, dark take hidden in one of the episodes, and if you go find it, it's horrific and will be cancelled.
0: What if whoever heard you is like, oh yeah, that one?
1: (laughs) That's even worse, because then they didn't talk, they didn't bring it up, did they? They
0: kept it to themselves. They know exactly which problematic take you mean. (laughs)
1: Like, oh yes,
0: I'm familiar with that one. So it's, 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 it's Thursday morning, that means we watched two wrestling shows, and there are two wrestling shows to talk about. What are those two wrestling shows, Liam? Have you been paying attention?
1: Um, AEW Dark and 205 Live.
0: Uh, I've watched... Actually, no, I haven't watched it. I haven't watched the Kenny and, and Jack Evans match yet. I watched it. Is it good?
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. It's not like crazy, crazy good, but, you know, it's Jack Evans and Kenny Omega kneeing each other.
0: I'll probably watch that tonight. And 205 lives is cancelled, so that, 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 that,
1: that... Is it? I thought it was like just a one-week cancellation.
0: Yeah, but one-week cancellations are basic, real cancellations.
1: Mm, what a shame. RIP 205.
0: Uh, AEW won last week, so we are talking about AEW first this week, starting with Le Champion.
1: In his thanking him for his Thanksgiving of thanks and thanking the thank...
0: Celebration of Le Champion.
1: I like how it's not even like French. No, it's not. It's just him muttering. I imagine that's what he sounds like when he's drunk.
0: <laughs> he's like, I'm Jericho, I'm Champion. When he has drank too much of the bubbly, he speaks in faux French ac- Like, I, I 100% believe he speaks in a faux French accent, when he has drank too much of the bubbly. Uh, Jericho opened the show with his. Well, actually, technically, Virgil opened the show and introduced Chris Jericho.
1: that rule I was was so shocked but I was so into it
0: (laughs) Virgil is I like the way it's Virgil he tried to get out he was awful he was terrible he was awful he was just terrible (laughs) he tried to get out his goat line and just fell all over it
1: I like to imagine that before Jericho went out Cody was just like listen you're in charge out there (laughs) please make sure nothing happens i
0: like I also want to see the outtakes of that Jericho video to see how many times it took Virgil to get his lines out.
1: Mm. did you see the second Jericho video
0: uh for which
1: they released the new video during um during the show, which was a promotional video for a little bit of the bubbly dot com
0: I saw it, but I didn't watch it
1: in which he says it roughly fifteen times.
0: <laughs> Isn't it only like a ninety second video?
1: yes, oh. <laughs> Well, it's the name of the website, and the name of the bubbly.
0: Well, the bubbly has sold out, so what are you going to do?
1: Apparently it sold out, like, within seven minutes of that video being uploaded.
0: And they kept on plugging it, but now it was just, it was gone. We should have bought it, Liam, we should have bought
1: it and sold it on eBay. I was thinking about that as I was watching, and I was like, if I bought one, and then like, bought one for myself just to try, and then just sold the other one,
0: uh, Jericho put a, a coupon under everybody's chair for fifty cents off a Chris Jericho shirt.
1: And I, uh, here's a scoop, everyone. The coupon code is Le Champion. You put that in there, you get 50, 50 cents off.
0: Does it? Does that actually work?
1: I, I assume so. It, like on the little cards, it had a literal promo code Le Champion on it. So.
0: I really hope it's literally just fifty. That would. That's hilarious. That's the best. Mm. We then, I, I assume it is. We then had the inner circle offering a series of gifts. The highlight of which was a goat named Chris Jarrett Goat.
1: I disagree. I think that was the low light of the gifts.
0: I think it was, well, one, the pun. I'm a fan of a good pun. But also, that goat Mm. did not want to be anywhere near that live audience.
1: Can we stop with, like, live animals at AEW?
0: (laughs) That goat is not camera trained.
1: No, it did not have fun. I I just saw it and I, like, kind of groaned. I was like, please, no more live animals. Did we not learn from the Pharaoh incident?
0: Yeah, the girl just wanted to go home. Goat home. Way.
1: But like, um we I liked uh Proud and Powerful's gift basket. Mm. Um a little bit of the forty popped me. <laughs> that that was good stuff. And Sammy Sammy's pitch uh is cut cutout of him and his dad.
0: His cutout's really good. I hope that cutout is just in the background of shot inner circle shots for like the rest of the history of AEW. I
1: hope it's in Jericho's home.
0: Oh, every time... You know the way he does those sitting in his home bar? What looks to be a home bar promos. I hope it's just behind yeah. him.
1: I hope that next time he does a video of himself in the spa, the cutout is also in the spa.
0: So this whole segment did have... Oh, no, the, the actually, the best bit. There was a giant box, which they revealed, to mm. be Chris Jericho's father.
1: <laughs> we all knew there was someone in there, but we didn't expect it to be a positive <laughs> direction. <Do you laughs>
0: It's usually uh, that's that's where SEU is. They reveal the boxes. Oh my god, it's SEU. No, it's Chris Jericho's dad was sitting underneath a giant box for the whole segment.
1: <laughs> Speaking of like bad, yeah, <laughs> like it's easy because it was just ragging on sports teams, mm. but like still, like I was like the whole time. Jericho just put the fucking mic closer to his mouth.
0: <laughs> Jericho's dad gave out about uh, Chicago sports teams because he played for the. Uh, Islanders? That's the name of the hockey New team. New York Rangers. Rangers! There's two of them. I picked the wrong one. 50-50 shot, Liam. I got it wrong.
1: And um, everyone got their own jerseys with their nicknames from the video on it. Yes. It was great.
0: They demanded... Then The, the segment kind of fell off the rails during the apology. <laughs> but
1: Yeah. Or the thank
0: you, even. Because they, they had Justin Roberts come into the ring and read the thank you. Uh. Then they started beating up Justin Roberts for really no particular reason. And then SEU. Well, because
1: he's from Chicago.
0: Well, yeah, I supposed say they hate everybody from Chicago.
1: I like that um, Jericho was just like pretending that he didn't know him, like as if he didn't work with him for eight years. <laughs> yeah.
0: Who is this guy? <laughs> Who's been saying my name for the last two months? <laughs> Even if he wasn't working for the last two years, he's been the ringer dancer on every, every episode of AEW, I guess, except this one, because he was beaten up.
1: Yeah. Storytelling.
0: Uh, and then SEU were they, they had a bunch of uh, a, a they had an entire marching band and a bunch of mascots around the ring. And shock of I all think shocks, it bigger of
1: a reaction as I as I hoped.
0: That's because they completely bungled the reveal. That's, that's that's what I mean by this segment sort of kind of flew off the rails toward the mm. end. What they should have done, let me polish your angles, AEW. As they should have had the marching band at ringside behind Jericho the whole time. Jericho should have thrown to them once or twice to do a little a, a little jingle or two, so you know they're there. Well, they...
1: At the very least, they should have, like, shown them, like, with a camera shot directly to the people, not, like, just from the side view. Yeah,
0: so they should have been behind Jericho the whole time. And as Jericho was, uh, or or as Justin Roberts is reading Jericho's thank you letter, they should have revealed themselves behind Jericho, which I I think that would have gotten a pop. And then Jericho thinks the pop is for his thank you letter, and that's a nice little thing where he's like, oh, look at you, you love my thank you. Then he's jumped by SCU.
1: Yeah. I, I'm kind of bummed out that we didn't get a live band version of Judas. I was,
0: I was well, first of all, I was actively upset they didn't play Judas. And I was actually listening to it, I was like, is this a band version of Judas? And they're like, no, it's no. not. I was they very upset. They did play
1: Judas for the Inner Circle though, so we did get two Judas wait, three Judas's three Judas's three Judas's on this show. This was
0: a triple Judas, but it could have been a quadruple Judas, Liam.
1: I really wish I was a quadruple Judas.
0: The more, as I said, actually, no, it's very terrible, because the rest of the show is terrible. But it's not terrible.
1: <laughs> Why? Wow. You're, re- you're really bad at, like, not giving away your whole thoughts on an episode.
0: I don't bury <laughs> be like bury the first segment
1: of every show you're like, I'm telling you what's going on.
0: Yeah. I don't need you to wait another 20 minutes, though. I thought AEW was a boring show. But... <laughs> It does break the Judas to good show ratio because there's three Judases and this was the worst episode of AEW Dynamite. So hmm. it, it does break that. And then the rest of the show happened. That, that opening segment, really, it's Chris Jericho in unadulterated Chris Jericho-ness. Very good segment. Yeah. Very enjoyable. Even if I think they, they could have put a, not a nicer button on it. Other than that, perfectly good fun segment with Chris Jericho. And then the rest of this show is just kind of boring. It's just like there's, there's, there's nothing here that I'm like, oh, I'm fired up to talk about this, or, or you know, yeah. th- this That's is. Like, it,
1: I was, it was by the numbers on a show that hasn't been by the numbers yet.
0: Yeah, this just felt like the most, like the most filler, the most forgettable, the most like, none of it was bad. Like, uh, the, don't get me wrong, this was a decent show. It's not like, oh, this yeah. Lucha Bros against best friends match was just terrible. But it's like, it's all just, it's all just there. It's all just fine.
1: Yeah. There was nothing particularly thrilling about this show.
0: Every show has a hot angle or a big match that you can sink your teeth into. And everything on this show, it it did feel, it just, yeah, it just felt like filler. It's a filler episode of AEW Dynamite.
1: Hmm. Maybe that's the problem with having 12 weeks of TV in between big shows. (laughs) Hmm. Like as much as we rag on the like the current, well not current just the how oh, it's been for decades in WWE of just four weeks then a pay four weeks then a pay per view, like it doesn't give as much time for these kind of filler episodes. We still get them, but but that doesn't give you enough times. So maybe in a competent company that wouldn't happen.
0: But like you got what what one would assume is the challenger for the next pay per view on this show. The first face down, there was a Kenny Omega and Pac match on this show, and still, I don't it's remember just like, it.
1: Did that match happen? It's it was a
0: perfectly fine, good match that you'll never remember. Nothing. I will. I will hit. I will edit this podcast. I will uh, send it to. I'll upload it. I will say, hey, Rich, Wednesday War Games is ready to go. He will post it. And I will forget about everything that happened on this episode of AEW Dynamite.
1: You know what this AEW episode was? What? A Gentleman's Three.
0: It really was.
1: So, Marco Martinez comes out because Tony is dead.
0: Yes, Tony is uh, busy doing, he's on assignment, he's doing basketball, I think, Georgia basketball.
1: We're playing basketball. J-Or was, I don't know. He was on something tonight.
0: Yeah, you need Tony. This, this team needs Tony. He brings... Ba- Tony is the balance of the Force, you know. Why
1: wasn't Golden Boy here?
0: Jayor is the dark side, and Excalibur is the four, or the Jedi, and then Tony is the, the neutral chaos in the middle that just balances it out.
1: Yeah. Without each other, they just kind of, like, fly off the rails.
0: I think I think jr feels the need without Tony for some reason to try and take the reins
1: more. Yeah,
0: and it's it's not good. That's not good at all. Like Scabbers is great in the show, taking jabs at the over fifties.
1: That was actually in this segment. <laughs>
0: yeah, and like in this segment, did J.R. accidentally call Trent Taven?
1: How He's does that Matt even? Taven. How does that even happen? <laughs> He's a big ring of honor fan. How many Matt isn't?
0: Taven matches has he called? Like, maybe how many Matt Taven matches have been in
1: New Japan that he might he have called for He wasn't calling access? it at that time, so like he wasn't calling them. Maybe um honor rising.
0: Yeah, there's probably there was probably some honor risings that were cut for access that he called, and then after that, how does he even why how does that happen? Why does he have Matt yeah. Taven on the brain? <laughs> maybe that's a sign of things to come. He knows Matt David's name, but he doesn't know private parties' names yet.
1: <laughs> well, I think we're skipping over like the obvious thing, which is he doesn't even know Trent's name.
0: That's true. Uh, Trent or the Lucha Bros faced best friends. It was a perfectly solid, forgettable tag team match. They are, like what is this super push for Trent? <laughs> yeah, especially at the expense of the Lucha Bros, who I thought they were setting up as like one of their big teams, and now like Penta lost P- on like, Dark.
1: <laughs> pinning Pentagon on Dark. Clean as a sheet.
0: We also had uh... Just...
1: now go ahead. I'm just... I'm, I'm blown away by this. You're just so baffled about uh, well, Trent
0: <laughs> pinning Pentagon? Pe-
1: well, Pentagon to me is like... A main eventer ready to go. He's the guy that you put against Kenny Omega at all in. I don't know. I'm just... I'm, I'm shocked that they're giving Trent... I'm I'm more so shocked that they're putting Penta this low on the totem pole. More so than I am that they're giving Trent a push. Because I clearly like Trent.
0: Also, Penta is in, weirdly, two feuds at once now, with the kind of pseudo-feud with the, the best friends, and also is that Chris Daniels thing going on.
1: Is that still a thing? I, I mean, last week it was, it wasn't this week, but maybe that's because they were focusing on the Sky stuff. This is weird. This is a weird show.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah as you said, best friends beat the Lucha Bros after pinning Pentagon, so though that does set up Trent against Phoenix next week, which should be a fun match.
1: I noticed it wasn't Chucky versus Phoenix.
0: Oh no, sorry, Trent Pinch Phoenix here, not Pentagon.
1: But It's like, it's very interesting that Trent's getting all these big singles matches.
0: Hmm. Kai Rashida and Chris Statlander defeat, or lost to be a priestly in Emi Sakura, but in defeat, Chris Statlander was far, far, far and away the best person on this match. She
1: Like, she would be, if she, I think she's definitely signed, right? Like, she's definitely a part of this company. If she,
0: if she didn't have a contract before this match... She should have been offered one the second she came through the curtain.
1: She had um, a post-match promo that they uploaded to their social media, so I'm assuming she signed.
0: She better be. <laughs> because, she was, again, she was, she was far and away the best person in this match. Not even close. And, like, Hikaru Shida and Emi Sakura are very good. And so it's, it's also B. Priestley. Be Priestley is among the better people in this company. And Chris Statler and outworked and got over more than all of them.
1: I think it's really easy for Chris to get over to because, like, you see her and just, like, she draws the eye. Mm-hmm. Like, just because, like, she has these, like, kind of bright colors. She's way taller than a lot of the other women. She's got, like, tremendous upside.
0: She does shooting yeah. stars off aprons.
1: She does do shooting stars, but so does some um, hangman Adam Page.
0: I don't think he's done that spot since television started.
1: Mm, yeah, maybe. I think he did it in the park match, mm. the first park match. Yeah. But what if they told him to stop doing it so Chris could do it?
0: Sorry, we have Chris Statlander. She's she's the real star. How do you feel about the mm. alien shtick? Personally, I think she should have dropped it for television. But
1: I don't mind the alien shtick. But it's like as long as we all acknowledge at the same time that she's not literally an alien. Mm. Like I think it was fine because you didn't have Jr. Going why what she's an alien? Like he just was like oh, all right, that's her thing. She thinks she's an alien.
0: Probably because Jr. hasn't entirely processed the fact that she's an alien. Because like they, 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 as you said, she she had a, a backstage promo with Alex Marvez, in which she she did the full on alien stick, and I'm like, eh.
1: <laughs> was, was like was Jamie Hader like book somewhere else on this show because like you have B and you have Hayter, and they're like an actual team, maybe we should start making them like on TV as a team,
0: maybe start them as like we will only give you one at a time. <laughs>
1: That's a real dick move.
0: You'd only take, like, we, we, you like we—you can't take both, then we'd have two people down. You can have one at a time. Because they've never been on the same show, have they?
1: No. <laughs> I know you haven't watched Dark yet, but on Dark, there was actually stardom footage.
0: No, I've watched Dark up until the main event. I, I had to bail oh, the well, Kenny and thing. Yeah. So I saw the thing where they, started, they forgot to put in replays. And the thing where they accidentally <laughs> spoiled the result of the Awesome Kong match because they mixed up the match order. Yeah, it was a good time.
1: That being said, the point <laughs> I was making: the Stardom footage on the on AEW.
0: Yeah, Stardom are the friends.
1: Stardom and CZW have made it so far.
0: Yeah, the, the the two most important things to be represented:
1: Joshi and Deathmatch wrestling.
0: John Moxley cut a promo backstage. Perfectly solid, fine John Moxley promo.
1: Yeah, I like Mox.
0: Yeah, he should just stare at cameras and shout at people for the entire time.
1: That's it. That should be literally an hour of the show.
0: Cody had a squash match against uh, Freelance Wrestling's Nex, uh, 90 seconds. It was a full-on squash. He won it with, uh, interesting, a figure four. Cody's won his two TV matches with a roll-up off a shooting star and a figure four. Where MJF has won more matches with Crossroads on television than Cody Rhodes.
1: <laughs> We're establishing that Cody has different things to go to.
0: Yeah, Cody is a, a varied wrestler with multiple moves well, he he to can see people with.
1: He doesn't really use the Crossroads like, as a finisher like, in general, even when he was in Ring of Honor.
0: Well, he does, but everybody always kicks out of it. So
1: well that's not a finisher then, is it because he 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 would then finish people with the um, little sit- out cop killer deal.
0: Mm. His, his, his mediocre looking um vertebraker.
1: And then in an angle specifically designed for you, I assume, is it? I mean Ali was there. <laughs> Ali
0: was there. I, I, i've I've never seen the butcher in the blade. I'm obviously really? for, no I haven't <laughs> I'm familiar with Pepper Parks of course he was Braxton Sutter in TNA so I I, I, I've, but I've never seen The Butcher and the Blade
1: I have seen them on Beyond Wrestling and they're a fine tag team it's funny because like earlier in the show I messaged you saying I would like more tag teams in this company
0: mm, and then they showed up they look real cool
1: they weren't the ones I was referring to but they showed up
0: who were you hoping for
1: say so, yeah I mean I'm talking about in the future not like this show
0: mm. Uh, but yeah they beat up Cody maybe at the behest of MJF do you think they have any association with MJF or it's just Ali is here
1: I thought it was Flip at the start oh
0: his cool (laughs) gear Flip has cool gear
1: I was like Flip for like a split second then I saw the mask and I recognized the mask I was one of the four people that realized who it was Mm, Excalibur did a bad job well Uh, uh, should he know who they are he did know who they were
0: that is a problem (laughs)
1: He was like, "That's the Blade and that's the Butcher. If you know who they are, then you can rattle off some credentials. Don't just assume that everyone else knows who they are."
0: What are their credentials, though?
1: Ah, uh, they're a tag team up and down the highways and byways.
0: There you go. Like, like, have they won? Like, 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 uh, Pepper Parks didn't win any titles in TNA. Uh, have they won any titles on in the Indies?
1: Nothing notable.
0: So they don't have credentials.
1: Well, <laughs> you you can make them up. You can be, oh, this is a tag team that has been destroying everyone. Like, it's fucking wrestling. You can make the shit up.
0: By the way, Pepper Parks has some hair. He's not full bald. I barely recognize him with hair. It's weird.
1: <laughs> they both should shave their heads. <laughs>
0: I was like, that's the Butcher and the Blade, in which I knew Pepper Hart Parks was a part of. And I was just like, mm. oh, he has hair. That's the reason. I'm like, oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think... Ali was ever a part of the Butcher and the Blade shtick on the Indies.
0: No, but of course she is the the wife of Pepper Parks.
1: What was their name? Uh, What do you mean? What was their like? They did like a tag shtick, and they used to have a name.
0: Oh, I don't know. They didn't have a name in TNA, so I don't know who they are.
1: I'm googling it.
0: (laughs) Though, if you if you watched, uh, it's an impact from I think late February 2017. It's the wedding of, of of Laurel Van Ness where, where Allie and Braxton segment that segment's so good and then they kiss at the end and it's the payoff of like a six month angle where Laurel Van Ness is trying to poach Braxton away from Allie just to spite Ali. Uh and it's very good and that leads to the, the hot mess Laurel Van Ness as well when she has a meltdown watch that segment, it's really good have, have I think fa- I was
1: thinking of TV Ready but like, that doesn't sound like what I was thinking of
0: I, I, I do think they were they those two were called TV Ready at one stage weren't they?
1: Yeah, they were in a group called TV Ready, but I thought they had their own shtick as well.
0: And now they're on TV.
1: And now they're ready.
0: Yeah, and they look cool.
1: Oh Yeah, they got that... At least they have that going for them. They do look really cool.
0: And uh, Cody tweeted BBB at one stage, so maybe they're called the Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny?
1: The Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny.
0: It does sound like some kind of nursery rhyme.
1: Did Ali think turn evil after Kong beat her up?
0: <laughs> maybe. Ali is like, getting is revenge. This voodoo? Is this voodoo? <laughs> yes, she's being manipulated by Brandy, or maybe she, Did Brandy.
1: She... <laughs> Did Brandy send Ali to beat up Cody.
0: Yes, that's this is the long this is a long term angle. Anyone she cuts the hair of will attack Cody in some way, building to a big Brandy against Cody feud.
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: let's do it. I'm in. Well, yeah, I'm interested. Do they have any association with Brandy? Probably not. But
1: well, just because it seems like. Oh, they're doing creepy shtick after Voodoo Queen did stuff to her. Mm.
0: She's she's become Dark Alley. She she went back to the Undead Realm, she touched herself, uh, and became Dark Alley again. (laughs) Uh, Phrasing. (laughs) Kenny Omega faced Pac in a match. Why did Kenny win this? Why did Pac have to have that match where he specifically beat Hangman Page, only to lose to Kenny within two weeks?
1: This is some real NXT booking.
0: They kind of is, that's what went through my head. It is like Park Beat Kenny to uh, Hangman Beat Park, Park Beat Hangman, Kenny Beat Park after Park Beat Kenny. It's very 50-50 circular booking there, pals.
1: It wasn't even like a particularly interesting match either.
0: No, this was this was much less interesting than their all out match.
1: We've all been begging for like 10-minute Kenny Omega matches, but this is not what we meant. <laughs>
0: Well, you see, the problem was this was a ten-minute Kenny Omega match where the first ten minutes of the match was twelve, but the first ten minutes of the match was the first ten minutes of every Kenny Omega match. Then they started doing stuff for two minutes, then it ended. It
1: just it feels really weird to give this away on TV and then to give Omega his win back here.
0: And even like give it away on TV and not just do like like give him twenty-five and let Kenny do his big Kenny match.
1: What are they gonna? What is oh, next for Omega? Uh,
0: I would have said Park, but then he just beat him, <laughs> so
1: I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> We, we, you know what it might have been? Mm. Park was number one in the rankings, but he wasn't the next Jericho opponent. So maybe they had to give Park a loss so that Mox would be number one in the rankings?
0: Which would make sense. And I, I've worked out what Kenny's doing next.
1: What's Kenny doing next?
0: Phoenix for the, the AAA title.
1: After Phoenix beats Trent? Yeah. Yeah, do that on... um. Blood plus guts.
0: <laughs> yes, the, the, the definite name of the next Magpick review.
1: I mean, I hope so. It's so stupid, I want it.
0: <laughs> MJF defeated Hangman Page to win the $45,000 ring. Again, it was a match.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Things happened. Wardlow was there. At one point, I legitimately thought Wardlow... Because, okay, I clicked on fight like an hour late to watch this show. Mm-hmm and I saw a man in a suit with a top knot, and I was like, holy shit, they did it.
0: You really, you really really want Marty on this show, don't you?
1: I, There's just such there's such an easy story there, and I want it so badly. And me and you had both been talking about him showing up after this match, so you can't say that it was just me here. Whoop, whoop. All right, it's all right. He can stay in Ring of Honor, I guess, for five years with Flip.
0: MJF one. He won the ring. DDP tried to give him the ring. Oh yeah,
1: I forgot that like <laughs> there was the ring on the line.
0: They officially confirmed on commentary the Diamond Dozen ring fight will be a yearly occurrence, sure.
1: I hope it's not a battle royal next year. Make it a tournament. Mm, you have way. 25 weeks of TV between big shows. You can make a tournament.
0: Uh, DDP presented him with a ring. He got stuck into DDP. They backed off when security came out.
1: Yeah, I didn't like DDT get, DDT? <laughs> DDP getting like the rub from this segment. It was very weird.
0: Especially because you're not building to anything. If he beat him up, I'd be like, all oh, right, he beat up DDP for heat. But, like, oh, it was a yeah. pull-apart brawl. It's like, you're not building to a DDP, DDP against MJF match, here, unless they are, which I'd, I'd kind of be into, but I don't think they are because yeah. DDP is, as he said, 62.
1: And he beat up those young kids and got away with it too. Dustin Rhodes was in the ring for
0: a promo. He's like, Those inner circle people, blah, they hurt me. Inner circle came out, beat him up. Young with me at the same six man tag next week.
1: <laughs> um, they announced the six man tag and it got booed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then we... Matt was like, I told you not to announce it out here.
0: <laughs> if you were watching on Fight, you saw Nick Jackson announcing the six man tag for next week. And naturally, Chicago were like, Next week?
1: We like this. We week... want to see it.
0: And Matt's like, you fool, Nick, announcing things that I like, said would have been booed. You can
1: probably see it. It's in the same state. Yeah, it's in Chicago.
0: Just uh, go for drive I don't know. Illinois. How... Oh, yes, Illinois. I don't know how far Champagne is from uh, from Chicago, but I'd imagine it's not that far.
1: I'm going to Google
0: it. <laughs> Liam's going <laughs> to break up. This show is
1: and... just me Googling now.
0: Liam's gonna break up on Google Maps. There's not that much more to talk about on this episode of AEW Dynamite. So really, let's okay. just uh, let's just go through Liam's Ew. Google search history. What's the worst oh, that can happen can there?
1: Want. <laughs> it's a two-hour drive for wrestling. You can do that if you yeah. care that much about the six-man tag.
0: If you really want to see the, which we should actually be a inner circle, uh, which is well, that's Hager's debut, isn't it? Oh no, it's Sammy. It's Sammy. Never mind.
1: Yeah, but they really don't want to give us this Hager match. No, Hager been does not want for to it For literally nine weeks now.
0: <laughs> not even like a squash. They do not want Hager wrestling.
1: Um, would you like to see what my most recent search before Pepper Parks was? What? Uh, Walls of Jericho band.
0: Why are you searching for why the Walls of Jericho is banned?
1: No, no, banned. Like there's a band called the Walls of Jericho. That's what is band... He should rename Fozzy. I, well, it's taken, unfortunately.
0: <laughs> well, listen, the Walls of Jericho... Is actually, no, well, it goes back to the actual Walls of Jericho. But still.
1: The actual Walls of Jericho?
0: It's a religious thing.
1: I know heaps about religion.
0: Yeah, I think it's a
1: religious thing. Now, I'm going to Google Walls of Jerichos, so I'm not Oh, no, no, about... I have to make things... Yeah, where is our Jack Hager match? We've been calling for it for so long. Give us Jake Hager versus Darby Allen, so we can throw him around. And break him, and I don't have much. Really, it's taken you this long to Google walls of Jericho. Uh,
0: no, it's a it's a flood protection wall that was in the Book of Joshua. So I'm I'm, I'm double mm-hmm. right. Uh well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, AEW main event, uh, Chris Jericho against Scorpio Sky. This was fun for like the two minutes after the interference. Wait. What do you What do you, you saying? Wait, another
1: for? Dark Order propaganda video.
0: Oh yeah, Dark Order is actually probably the second best bit of the show after the opening segment. Dark Order. Yeah, this rule? It's a follow up to last week's, where all the apparently all the people who saw the ad went to a trailer and they they got the hard sell, and then they did like the cut, and then suddenly a bunch of them were in masks, and the ones not in masks are terrified. It's like join us, join us. The Dark Order are cool now. They've 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 turned the corner. I'm officially I'm calling it, Liam. They've turned the mm. corner on the Dark Order.
1: The Dark. Not only are the dark, the Dark Order are cool, we can confirm that the AEW star machine is not broken. Mm-hmm. And I like the idea of like. Evil Uno is, like, a preacher dude, and then, like, he puts the mask on, he's like, oh, well, he's actually evil, he's going to kill someone. Yeah. What a, what a cool concept, and I like the idea, of like, hey, this is the first guy I corrupted, and it's like this bad motherfucker martial artist guy.
0: You're just cool flips.
1: Yeah, this is good shit.
0: They've, they've made the Dark Order, like, the problem with the Dark Order is, uh, Judge John Hodgman, Liam says, specificity is the soul of narrative.
1: I thought you were going to say, specificity is the soul of Naruto.
0: Yes, also that. <laughs> it's also the soul of Garuto. But um, oh. the dar- the problem with the Dark Order is, they like, we knew nothing about them. They were just, oh, look, they're guys in masks. That's it. They, they attack people. There was no depth. That's... There was no character to them. And now there's character to them. And I'm like, I'm on board with this.
1: <laughs> like, there's obviously been a lot of comparisons drawn between the Butcher and the Blade and the Dark Order from this episode. Mm-hmm. But, like... Hey, it only took nine weeks, but we got the Dark Order to be something.
0: Yeah.
1: Let's, let's see what happens with Butcher and the Blade.
0: Butcher and the Blade had a better debut. They did have that going for them.
1: Yeah, because they actually got a reaction.
0: Mm-hmm. It wasn't silenced. They actually got booed.
1: <laughs> so what we can confirm here is cutting, up, cutting through the bottom of the ring and coming up is cooler than lights turning off.
0: And attacking the biggest star in the company usually helps.
1: What are you saying? Trent isn't the biggest star in the company?
0: He's certainly not Cody.
1: Yet. So yeah, anyway, I guess there was a main event that had a title on the line or
0: something. A la Champion defeated Scorpio Sky. The last, uh, when when they did the interference, which the interference kind of annoyed me, because they actively took the time to say seconds were banned from ringside, and then had seconds come out anyway, which, I, I, just don't say it. Don't say something that you know you're going to, like, that's stupid, (laughs) but...
1: Well, they meant, like, they weren't out there actively managing.
0: Yeah, but still, if you're going to say there will be no people at ringside just, like, fulfill that promise. Don't make that right. promise if you know you're not keeping it.
1: What if we get some, like, Twitter uh, thing that's like, Frankie Kazarian or Drake Hager have been fined for coming out even though they were banned.
0: That's stupid.
1: Well, that's what this company does.
0: But after that interference, they had a, a really nice little two-minute match after the rest was kind of yeah. double. The, 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 What's the very end of this match? With a really good near fall yeah. on the TKO. That TKO man, I was like, ooh. That building bought the hell out of that near fall.
1: Imagine if Scorpio Sky was AW champion.
0: He's the one that dethrones Chris Jericho.
1: And then we got like kind of a flat Moxley angle at
0: the end. Uh, they should they should change John Moxley's music because not a soul in that building knew who was coming out when they hit Moxley's music.
1: They should use his New Japan music.
0: It, it, needs, it needs an identifying factor at the start because it's just a generic production track.
1: Well, right, right now it's rrr, and they're like, remember Cars? Remember the we You did mm. the in the other company. It's, it's not but a like, good theme song. I think New Japan's one's way better, where it's like the sound of a guitar being plugged in. Yeah, it
0: wasn't. It wasn't a particularly hot face-off for the start of John Moxley and Chris Jericho's program, but that's that's yeah, as good, I think, without going back to Kenny, that's, a, that's their top program at the moment.
1: Yeah. You know what I really like?
0: Not AEW.
1: I like watching AEW on Fight TV. Because mm-hmm. there's always, like, 20 seconds after the show that I skip around, and then like, I see, like, little bits after the show that, that don't get aired anywhere else.
0: Yeah, you're like, we get the, the, behind the scenes on Fight, Liam. The extra bit of context.
1: Yeah. Hey, we got through this whole show without spoiling Dark.
0: Not, uh, cool.
1: <laughs> I feel like the last three weeks I've spoiled Dark on the show.
0: We hate our viewers. I don't know the main event. I don't remember the results of Dark, so... <laughs> Actually no, I we we we, event. we 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 spoiled Trent against Pentagon. Oh no, the next week's dark. There's nothing to spoil in next week's dark. It looks terrible.
1: Sean Spears versus Sunny Kiss. Way well, hey, big match. I think I think that was it. Uh, WWE NXT. No, we hate this show though. <laughs>
0: I liked NXT this week.
1: It's a good show. Yeah, there's a really good show this week.
0: <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is a good episode of NXT. I think I think this might be my favorite episode of NXT in the fact, like, there was nothing on the, well, less, there was, there was nothing on the show that felt meaningless. There was a, a Mansoor squash, uh, squash. So there was someone... Yeah, but it somehow. lasted
1: 30 seconds, literally.
0: <laughs> but still, uh, I, I, can't, I cannot say there's nothing on the show that felt meaningless because of it. But the, the majority of the show felt meaningful. It was good wrestling.
1: It's like, yeah, NXT. All right. Well, so, we, we had kind of a cringy opening segment. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially when there was a lot of people like EO and Rhea both partying together, despite being across from each other in war games literally four days before. Mm-hmm. But I can, for, I can forgive it because people who were really not supposed to like each other, like the Undisputed Era and Team Champa, they weren't in there together. And it was the underdogs celebrating that they actually beat the big boys at Survivor Series. So, I can kind of get past it because it wasn't like the real blood feuds in there. But I was still kind of like, uh, okay, Yeah, it Candice and EO are friends.
0: It was kind of, the, all of the nerd squads came out. I did like Adam Cole being like, what are you, mo- most of you doing out here? You had
1: nothing to do with this. I like that Adam Cole claimed, like, I-, I did this, but it's like, hey, your match wasn't for any brand supremacy.
0: Hey, Roderick won, so.
1: And then the other two lost. Shh,
0: shh, that was in the pre-show, it doesn't count.
1: Mm, yeah, which I'll, I'll get to later in this show.
0: Yeah, the, the they opened the show with that big celebration, Undisputed Era interrupted them. And like, it's fair, everyone in the ring, all of Team Champa. it's like, all of you lost in your Survivor Series match, so what can you guys say? They love Keith Lee. I was, I, I'm kind of mad on this show that Keith Lee had that showing against Roman Reigns at Survivor Series, and like, I, I would have liked him, he lost the match on this show. I, I, th- I thought, what's the follow-up, there should have been a better follow-up there.
1: They should have won the tag titles here, especially with what happened in the match, Colin Audible.
0: Mm. They, they should, they, I, I agree. Actually, what I thought in my head was like, if they win the tag titles, was this a work? Is that they give Undisputed error and Out for losing the tag titles because Fish had to be replaced by, but then, then they was like, nope, Fish just got hurt.
1: <laughs> yeah, so match one, Dominic Dijakovic mm-hmm. and Keith Lee versus Red Dragon slash Kings of Strong Kyle. Is that their name?
0: Nope that's just the name you've come I up made with right it up. Now. okay <laughs> <laughs> they they worked the they worked the first five minutes or so went to break Keith Lee it wasn't hit, even
1: that It was literally like a minute and a half.
0: yeah Keith Lee hit it like it he 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 struggled to get Bobby fish up for the press slam and then seemed to drop him rather haphazardly onto Kyle O'Reilly, Keith Lee. Or um, Bobby Fish seems to be hurt in some way. Apparently, he was just not loopy. That's That was the report after the show. It wasn't mm. anything worse than that. So hopefully he's just... Well, hopefully it's just a concussion. That's not a thing you should say. It Hopefully it's nothing. It is in this <laughs> business. <laughs> but he didn't, like, separate a shoulder or anything.
1: Nah. Or his knee didn't blow out again.
0: Hmm. So he I thought be- it
1: was his shoulder, like, now nah, you brought up his knee, but I thought he landed on his shoulder bad.
0: Yeah, I was, I was looking at it, because they replayed it after the break, it's like, it does look like he kind of landed on his shoulder. But he's replaced in the match um, by Roderick Strong, who is so good. <laughs> Roderick Strong is such a good pro wrestler.
1: <laughs> like, th- this Like this made this match so interesting for me, to, Like as I was watching it. Like, it wasn't smooth at all. No. But it was so interesting to see, literally, a match being formed in the ring. Mm-hmm. Like, even when people call matches, for the most part, normally they still outline a couple spots that they want to do it, like, at the, in the back, right? This was literally just like, we have nothing. <laughs> we have to, and you can see it happening, and I thought it, was, I thought it was super interesting. Not necessarily a great match, but it was just something really, like, I was really into watching it.
0: Yeah, my heart take was easily, easily, Liam, not even close, easily better than the revival match last week. Nah, <laughs> like it's, that, nowhere that, near. This was a really fun, interesting, neat match, as you said, to watch this match. For, like, like, fair enough, they had three quarters of the match, but you can't just, like, insert Roderick, who hasn't gone through the match, and and keep it the same as it was. You can keep some of it the same as it was. It was fascinating to see it form in real time. But yeah, yeah, much, much more interesting match than that boring-ass revival match last week. You
1: could, You, you could hear them calling stuff a mile away. <laughs> yes. But, it's... like, sometimes that's fun. <laughs> like, it doesn't, like, don't take things so seriously? This
0: match also had, I think, the greatest Keith Lee pounce in the history of pounces.
1: Yeah, which led to something which I despised. <laughs> but
0: uh, Adam Cole tried to come out and in, uh, interfere, and Keith Lee pounced him into the crowd, which is, is you know, a, 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 an NXT spot. Oh, there's people there for him to pounce him on. But the way it looked, he pounced him, and he just went flying off screen in, like, the yeah. most amazing, satisfying way possible. He just disappeared. It's like it, it, he became a ragdoll, uh, and he went flying 5, yard, five ten yards away. It was so good.
1: <laughs> it was so good that it made uh, Dijakovic stand there like a dope... So he could get his head kicked off for the finish.
0: Listen, if if I was standing in the ring and I saw that pounce, I'd be like, "Whoa!" as well.
1: <laughs> nah, that that this finish where I was like really okay, but the actual pounce was sweet. Like, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna bury the pounce.
0: It was an amazing pounce. He absolutely inverted, but yeah, as you said, he was thoroughly distracted by said pounce and, and got beaten up. <laughs> cool.
1: Yeah, then we got like a, a kind of a cool. I like Candace when she gets to cut promos where she has kind of, like, an edge to her. Yeah. Because, like, we know that, like, she's a bad motherfucker.
0: Yeah, she's fired up because... Uh, she
1: and when she gets to the show it.
0: Dakota Kai attacked her friend, Tegan Knox, destroyed her knee with a cage door. And, uh, yeah, Candice is like, I, wa- I want to fight you. Uh, she wants to fight. And Dakota Kai good, like, yeah, everything's better on this show now.
1: <laughs> yeah. That Dakota Kai turn was so good. It was very well done. Like... Tegan just screaming. Mm. Screaming what was happening. Oh. And I don't know if I really liked the whole 2v4 coming back, though, because that kind of made everyone else look like shit, but...
0: It, it kind of undermines the turn a little as well. Yeah. It made the turn Lee feel less impactful that they still just went and won.
1: <laughs> but that's like, okay, so we didn't need you all, <laughs> <or> <laughs> Tegan, anyway. It's fine.
0: Rhea just could have... She probably didn't even... She could have just done a four-on-one if she wanted to.
1: Yeah. I am going I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip ahead slightly mm-hmm. to the Candace and Dakota match briefly because um I think that booking this match was a mistake
0: because the why
1: because you've given Candace some really good momentum going into this show, right? Mm-hmm. She won the War Games and she won the Survivor Series match. And then you put her against Dakota Kai, where immediately, now you know neither of these people should be losing this.
0: I think Candace is disposable. But,
1: but she, the, her pushes are so stop start. You can't keep doing that.
0: But she was the person that stood next to Rhea Ripley as Rhea Ripley won the War Games match. And she was the person who did that weird ass interference spot at Survivor Series that made no sense because Rhea Ripley's a baby face and Candice is a baby face. But actually, no, that makes less sense because their strategy in this, that match, Liam, was let's have two of our people leave. So we'll be at a numbers disadvantage, but uh oh, it's a galaxy brain play cuz at the end they'll come back and distract them. It's like, "No, why would you not want to why would you want to be two people down in a 5 on 5 on 5 match? That's stupid. Everything about that was stupid." Now you may be bad about survivor I series.
1: I didn't watch the match.
0: Why do you, ha- you haven't done your necessary research for your for podcast, Liam?
1: I watched like two matches from that show. <laughs> I tried, man. What do you want from me?
0: <laughs> well, I was I was actually kind of mad that they like I really liked that Candice LeRae. Uh, I forgotten her name. Dakota Kai. There we go. Candice LeRae mm-hmm. Dakota Kai match. I liked that match a lot. I thought it was physical. It was intense. It had a reason to exist. They were going after each other, and I, I like the key finish annoyed me because I'm just like Dakota Kai should win this match because Dakota Kai turned heel and she's being pushed. Have Dakota Kai win.
1: Also, like tokara a way better heel.
0: Mm, much better. She like she was she's never been particularly interesting as a baby. She was great here.
1: She has, she has a cool bad girl theme now.
0: Mm. She's mean. That's she's it. mean, Liam.
1: And Rhea's is like the biggest star in the brand. So,
0: do you think not the, out... Not that Rhea Ripley wasn't being pushed before they started doing the Survivor Series stuff? But I I've, I I think like Vince laid his eyes on Rhea Ripley and they're like rocket strap her, like <laughs> I think
1: there was literally a quote going around some time ago about like Triple H was like I I hid her in NXT UK because as soon as Vince saw her I knew it was gonna be over. Mm.
0: Because like like she's gone from being pushed to being like mega pushed. She, like yeah, she, she beat Charlotte. She, she's been Rowan reigns and but maybe that no one, be to one a beats detriment. Charlotte. <laughs> Not without Charlotte getting her win back, anyway.
1: Like, the next day. Yeah. <laughs> and that didn't happen. So, now we gotta reverse the time back it for a second to go to Shane Thorne versus Mansoor.
0: Yeah, Mansour beat Shane Thorne, and it was it was fine. Okay.
1: You know what? This match had a backdrop driver on the outside, so it ruled, I don't care.
0: Oh, the, when he turned the di- dive into the backdrop driver, which was even yeah. better. That was, yeah, that was a great spot. That was the highlight of the so, match. like...
1: There was it was a forty second match that had like three really cool spots in it. Well, it's fine.
0: It was a three minute match, Liam.
1: <laughs> Whatever.
0: Mansoor has I like Mansoor's gold boots.
1: Now that's Garrett. my big takeaway, Garrett. Yes, there's a flag. There's a flag watch. The sponsor champ. I've already seen that flag. I'm gonna stop talking about flags we've already seen. Only new flags will be mentioned on the flag watch. Mm-hmm. Akira Tozawa versus Leah Rush for the mm-hmm. NXT Cruiserweight title. Why the fuck is Akira Tozawa getting this match? Garrett, do you know when Akira Tozawa's last match that he won was?
0: I don't know. When was it, Liam?
1: It was the 3rd of September.
0: That's a long when time When he ago. and
1: Brian Kendrick defeated Brian- Brandon Scott and Tyler Hastings on 205 Live. He lost this week on Monday Night Raw.
0: Yeah, he lost to Buddy Murphy recently, didn't he?
1: He lost last week to Buddy Murphy. He lost in the three-way with Leo Rush for the title. And then he lost to Andrade literally three days before he had a title match. <laughs> Why the fuck is he in this match? I don't know. This
0: didn't need to be a title match, either.
1: Why couldn't this have just been an exhibition match?
0: You could just do a cool Leo Rush Akira Tozawa, because this match was great. Hey, this was a really yeah, good I still, match. I
1: love this match, but why the fuck did it even happen? Why is a Raw wrestler <laughs> mm-hmm. coming here and challenging for the title?
0: Akira Tozawa is still 205 Live adjacent, Liam.
1: No, he's not, actually. Shush. <laughs> he hasn't been on since the brand split.
0: They gotta get the, the real big stars from Raw back into the, the, the folds. So Which that... means...
1: Just another main roster star coming down to NXT to pop a rating.
0: Akira Tozawa. Akira. 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 Akira, Akira Tozawa. I'm J. all of a sudden. Akira Tozawa Akira. Is, is being used to prop up the ratings in a very Freddie Mercury has never been play. so
1: oriental. Oh, no. Oh. Ugh. <sighs> We have no Morrow quotes this week, so that's going to be our quote of the week.
0: Oh yeah, Tom Phillips, the commentary. He was good. Tom Phillips is very, like... Yeah, you, um, you, I never want
1: I never want Morrow on this show ever again. You
0: you will never in your life probably, like, actively notice Tom Phillips, but you'll also never, mm. like, be like, oh, Tom Phillips.
1: For some reason, watching this show, I didn't want to put a drill through my skull.
0: Legit, maybe the reason I like this show is Tom Phillips. That, like, yeah. that, that legitimately might be the entire difference maker.
1: I never want Morrow to commentate on this show over again.
0: And Beth was better, and Nigel was better, because they had time to talk. Because they got to talk without being yelled over. fill out their thoughts, yeah. That this
1: so match ruled, there was a really cool spot where Tazawa reversed Leo's rebound cutter into a German.
0: Uh, which was, like, a minute removed from Leo trying to do the German, but, but Akira... I nearly called him Mauro, then for some reason I said his f- Tozawa, well, uh, he got his mouth guard knocked out and he was on the floor trying to find his mouth mouthguard, and, mm. and Rush went for the cutter and just, just fell on his butt. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, this, this match is great.
1: Like, I don't know if we'll end up doing some sort of end-of-the-year stuff for, like, the TV, mm. but I think Leo is a contender for, like, most outstanding, <laughs> like, best in-ring stuff over this, because literally every Leo match has been good to great.
0: Yeah. The Orush is a very good wrestler, and it's absurd that he spent six months of this year or whatever doing absolutely... Actually, no, longer, because he was doing the Lashley manager thing. He's, he spent most of his WWE yeah. career doing absolutely nothing.
1: Give him so much credit for that sweet ring jacket. He added, mm. like, pink, like, flowers to it, and it, that is, that's fucking great.
0: Yeah, Tozawa against The Oroch. What's that at? It's real good.
1: Yeah. Is this the first time I've told people to actively go out and watch it? <laughs>
0: uh, maybe? <laughs>
1: Like, I feel like we don't often go, hey, actually, go and watch that, for real. I
0: see people watch these shows unless we bury them so bad that they don't want to watch these shows. Jaya Lee defeated Vanessa Bourne in another squash.
1: Vanessa Bourne is confirmed to still be a wrestler. My question from two weeks ago has been answered. For a minute,
0: anyway. (laughs) They don't trust her to Mm. be a wrestler for very long.
1: No. (laughs) Shayna Baszler and the Horsewoman then show up for some reason, and I feel like this is 90% of Shayna's angles.
0: Yeah, she just shows up to attack people. Like, like Jaya Lee did nothing to her. I did love, like, like she comes out before the match is over. Jaya Lee just kicks Vanessa Bourne in the head and pins her.
1: <laughs> I was like, are they are they not going to, are they are they going to go like Rhea and Dakota? So that they're going to do like Shayna and Jaya Lee? Mm. I was so like, huh?
0: No, Jaya Lee is just the nerd to get beaten up to transition. To star Rhea Ripley coming out and challenging Shayna Baszler to fight her right now. And Shayna's like, and backs down.
1: I really hope that match rules.
0: Uh, so do I. Like the, it, as as I said, when they had their face off like three weeks ago, that feels like a big match. It's it's maybe the biggest match NXT has to offer right now, which yeah. probably says a lot.
1: Well, does it, it says that like is their biggest star? Mm.
0: The question is, do, do you do you go full? As I said, they strapped the rocket to her in a way they haven't strapped the rocket to people in a very oh, long you, while. You
1: put the belt on her.
0: Do you just have her beat Shayna and call up Shayna then?
1: Yeah, like Shana's been in. NXT for like three years now she's been champion for two of those years like and they, they clearly like they got something with Shayna and Becky Bruin so
0: Shayna's what 39 I want to say
1: I think that's on the money
0: so Shayna is not very young so if you want her on the main roster now is your chance you gotta you gotta use those years while you got them
1: mm. I mean I'll be sad because like I've always said I love Shayna matches in NXT but so you gotta do it eventually if you, like, otherwise what's the point of developmental although now it's a main brand what's happening
0: it's it's still not like it's still the c brand everyone knows it but
1: now but they won survivor series
0: as illustrated by the fact that kevin owens played a featured role in takeover and they're like we've got to keep him on the main roster to feud with seth rollins sorry
1: <laughs> I, re- I was like oh cool owens is going to the nxt nope
0: nope they, they moved finn and that's the extent of the star power they're willing to give this show
1: Thoughts on literally everyone in that war games match being someone that Ring of Honor had employed.
0: Yeah, that's that's the Ring of Honor produce match.
1: It's like you you have to be like looking at that and being like, God damn it! Like if you're the Ring of Honor,
0: they could have had all this, Liam. They could have had all the well, they probably couldn't. They could they probably could have kept some of them if they tried.
1: They could have kept Keith Lee.
0: They definitely could, well they definitely could have kept Keith Lee and probably Dominic Dijakovic as well.
1: Hmm. If they actually tried.
0: Uh, we have Pete Dunne against Killian Day next week. I'm sure you're very excited. No, no.
1: Damien Priest versus Killian Day next week. Oh, same thing. That triangle. I wish no, that's that triangle worse. went That's away. way worse, actually. It is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wish that that, that that triangle went away after they did their, their takeover. I which, wish
1: one of the three went away. <laughs>
0: God, their takeover match was the longest match in the history of wrestling matches. It just kept on going. They just kept on doing stuff for 20 minutes. It's like, ah, guys, pacing.
1: And then Damien Priest broke ribs but still wrestled Survivor Series.
0: Well, he didn't do much at Survivor Series, so that's fine. <laughs>
1: He was there. Why wasn't Donovan Dijak in that match? And I'm using old names now.
0: Why was Walter in that match, Liam? Why did they have Walter come out and get pinned after one Claymore after three minutes of a Survivor Series elimination match? Walter, of all people. You could have put Cameron Grimes in this in that match. You could have put Dominic Dijakovic in that match. You could have put Joe Coffey in that match. You could have put Leo Rush in that match. You could have put any number of the 7 million people that They have under contract to put in that match to lose to Walter and they chose their unbeatable, unstoppable monster, the guy who every company in Europe got Walter over Liam. Every single one of them that built around Walter grew because they built around Walter because he's like a generational talent. He's one of the best wrestlers in the world. He's the easiest to understand wrestler because he's big, he's mean, he beats people up and then anybody that beats him gets over because it feels earned because he's fucking Walter and they beat him in three minutes
1: yeah <sighs> like for like you know you're saying like the replace him with his, you know what you could have also done have
0: him kick everybody's Bought ass him and him pin well. everybody yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> like Braun just walked out on that match <laughs> Like, he got counted out. You couldn't have had Walter just beat Braun? Yeah. Like, done something crazy with the two of them?
0: Pinned everybody. Walter, As I said, I sent a tweet when they announced Walter was in the match that the match had come down to 5 versus 5 versus Walter, and Walter should pin the other 10!
1: <laughs> or at the very least, with Keith Lee, they should have done that. <sighs> and, of course, you got, the, you got the great series of reactions from me, on your Twitter at least.
0: Because mm, you were like, Walter sells too much, and WWE watching the start of the match, and then it's like, "Holy, oh, Liam, oh, wait until you see what's coming in a minute."
1: <laughs> it wasn't even a minute. It was literally like ten seconds after I said that.
0: Claymore pin.
1: Oh, uh, this is that I will only justify that somehow. I will justify it if Drew goes to NXT UK.
0: I don't care. Even if they, if that happens, and it's like you sent Walter out there to be pinned by one move, Walter,
1: yeah,
0: Walter, was- Liam.
1: Was McIntyre on Raw? Uh,
0: you watch it. There's I don't watch Raw. There's no way of
1: knowing. Then we go to our main event.
0: I assume... Yeah, I, I did the Walter round because the main event is probably the weakest part of the show. This was such a nothing yeah. match for a, a Finn Balor against Tommaso Ciampa match. It's just like all right.
1: I thought this was good, but I had an, I have a little I have a little nitpick. It on wasn't it. very good. Shut up. <laughs> that. Finn Balor still wrestles like he's on Raw TV and he's a babyface, but now he just does it with a grimace on his face. Yeah, like he needs to change up his style and be more aggressive and be meaner, mm. not just look meaner and talk about his darkness.
0: Yeah, this is the world watches me. Yeah. This is,
1: this,
0: but, like, this match if, was bad. I liked meh.
1: it, but like, I want more. I want Balor to be meaner. There was be grittier.
0: really nothing to this match. I'm like, all right, this match is fine.
1: And there was a cool post-match angle,
0: uh, which was what happened at the end of the match. Uh, Balor
1: came out and they beat him yeah. up, and then Balor's like, "Yeah, we're friends," and then he hit the Pele.
0: I feel like they didn't do enough teasing that Balor might be an undisputed hero for this angle to actually be meaningful. I think that's the reason I'm like, okay, yeah. I always assumed he wasn't with the undisputed
1: hero. Yeah, like I never thought he was with them, but like I get why they, we should have thought it. I guess because mm. like they did tease it a few times.
0: It's, but like they did, I think what they should have done. Was put Finn on the War Games team. Yeah. So then you're like, oh, Finn's in War Games, and then, then you go, well, no, he's not. Then th- this has mm. impact. Uh, this is just like, he kicked him, and I, th- I, never thought he was with him, and he's not with him. So, <laughs> <laughs> mm. you've confirmed what I thought.
1: They need to get out of that building.
0: No, they don't. They'll die in
1: death. <laughs> I don't care about that. <laughs> like, just aesthetically, like it looks. Horrible.
0: They will not draw on the road and then they will lose the one thing they have which is overly performative fans that are super interested in the show.
1: Alright, you you've convince me. Stay then, full sail forever, never leave. Like, if,
0: if they could draw 2-3 thousand people on the road every week, I'd say yeah, get out there mm. and get in the road, but they can't. Like, NXT NXT will not draw like that. That's it. So, match of the week. Well,
1: those are the shows. Match of the week. I'm gonna give it to Akira Tozawa versus Leo Rush. Even though that match shouldn't have happened.
0: I'm gonna give it to Undisputed Era against Lee and Dijakovic, which was much better than the revival match. People are stupid.
1: Oh my God! Is it finally going to happen?
0: It's finally gonna happen. Like this. This is this is the week where it's not even close for me. Like
1: yeah, it was a blowout.
0: AEW Dynamite, Meh. NXT actively good show.
1: Two thumbs up.
0: So yeah, I'm I'm thoroughly voting NXT.
1: Your winner, NXT.
0: We go to our fan poll. Well, what do the fans think? Just for posterity. 102 volts, Liam. As of right now, mm. at, at, at 1.27 Irish time, it is 50... At 12.27 Australian <laughs> time. It is 51% AEW, 49% <gasps> NXT. Oh,
1: I'm so, I was so hoping it was going to stay 50-50. Oh,
0: it was nearly a draw. Because we, t- we were talking about what would happen if it was a draw. And yeah. I said, it's a draw. If this happens to be a draw, if you, you and I don't disagree, and if the fan vote is 50-50, then it's a... D-. I'm actually really reassured that when there was a clear gap between the shows, it was as close as it was. Mm. Because my assumption on this poll is, like, more people watch NXT AEW, so more people are voting for AEW. But no, in a week where AEW wasn't particularly interesting, and where NXT was good... It's extraordinarily tight, so that reassures yeah. me that the poll actually has some degree of validity, Liam.
1: <laughs> so congratulations to the NXT because we don't care what the fans think; our votes mean more.
0: Yes, our votes are more important. Fans are only contingencies. Uh, it's a dictatorship until democracy kicks in when we can't decide. Uh, yeah, NXT, NXT wins. Has
1: finally, won.
0: The streak is over. They broke the rating streak last night, uh, last week, Liam. This week they broke the war game streak.
1: The more important streak. Yes, of course. They, the real question will be Will NXT be able to build some sort of a streak when they have Killian Dane versus Damien Priest advertised <laughs> for next week?
0: We will find out. Or as AEW has Phoenix against Trent and that cool six man tag. So we'll find out. Liam, before we go, as NXT are basking in their glory, where can people find you on the <laughs> internet?
1: <laughs> Wait, no, you reminded me. What was Keith like video say now? I laughed at it because it was so stupid. He, the Legion
0: that's stupid his,
1: his fans are called the legion with two e's <laughs> that's, that's very dumb I don't know why that reminded me of that follow me at larrikin l-a-r-r-i-k-n you can
0: get more A-W coverage on the Voices Wrestling Podcasting Network with everything elite you can get more WWE coverage on the Voices Wrestling Podcasting Network with Shake Them Ropes you can follow me on twitter at garrigidney g-a-r-r-e-t-t-k-i-d-n-e-y and you can follow us on twitter the podcast at wargamespod where you can vote in the poll every uh, Wednesday night Thursday morning
1: you can stop it from being 50-50.
0: Yeah, if you voted, there was 102 votes. So if you mm. voted for NXT, you would have you would have tied it.
1: <laughs> yeah, if one of you out there who likes NXT but didn't vote for NXT, it's your fault.
0: Yeah, you you could have been the difference maker. This is why democracy is important, Liam, even mm. though this NXT one. It's why you don't anyway. abstain from voting. Thanks for listening and bye-bye.